You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to Joe Radio Live with your boy JC Vibes. Special welcome to our first-time listeners. We're going to start with our Hitya scripture today. And uh, today's Hitya scripture is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verse, uh, verse actually, uh, 42. And it says, Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. I'll read it again. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. And that was taken from uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 42. That was your Hitya scripture for today. All right. I um, want to talk about something that, that I came across uh, a couple days ago, about two days ago. And um, really was not aware of because you're really not hearing about it in the mainstream media. And by the way, the title of this uh, program is A Country in Crisis. All right. A Country in Crisis is the title of today's program. And we're going to be talking about Sri Lanka. All right. I'm going to play a clip in a short while. And um, I'm going to come back on the other side to speak about it. All right, so remember, um, share, continue to like and share, right? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that Joe Radio Live is on. Let's go to that clip and I'm going to come back on the other side and we're going to talk some more. Let's recap this week's headlines from Sri Lanka. Bankrupt Sri Lanka asked citizens abroad to send home cash. 13 Lankan banks placed on rating watch negative. Sri Lanka defaults on $51 billion external debt. There is trouble in the island paradise. There is no food. At least 500,000 Sri Lankans have fallen into poverty in the last few months. There is no fuel. There are no medicines. Critical surgeries are being cancelled. Doctors say the economic crisis may kill more Lankans than COVID did. There are daily power blackouts and wide-scale protests on the streets. What's happening in Sri Lanka is much more than an economic crisis. It is a humanitarian crisis. The question is, how did it happen? How did Colombo lose all its money? We will answer these questions tonight. Hello and welcome to Gravitas Plus. I'm Palki Sharma Upadhyay. The Lankan crisis has numerous explanations. There is a problem with the country's policy. Then there is politics. Factors beyond Lanka's control, what people like to call fate. And then there is China, the root cause of many problems in Sri Lanka and elsewhere. We'll start with policy. What's happening now is a result of years of mismanagement. You see, there's a fundamental problem with Sri Lanka. It imports more than it exports. It spends more than it earns. There is a trade deficit. There's also a budget deficit. This double debt is a perfect recipe for disaster. Sri Lanka's response to this disaster has been disastrous. Instead of trying to narrow down the deficit, the country expanded its debt. Colombo borrowed heavily from countries and agencies. Today, Sri Lanka's debt-to-GDP ratio is 111%, meaning it owes more than it produces. In 2019, the Asian Development Bank flagged this problem. It said the country's national expenditure exceeds its national income and that its production of tradable goods and services is inadequate. 2019 was also the year Gotabaya Rajapaksa was campaigning for presidential elections. Among his election promises were deep tax cuts. Basically, you vote me to power and I will ensure that you pay less tax. 
Well, how will the country make money then? The voters never asked and Gotabaya never bothered to warn. In November 2019, he was elected to office with more than 52% of the vote. A series of drastic tax cuts followed. Ratings agencies raised an alarm. They realized Sri Lanka state coffers will soon be bleeding and the country may soon run out of money. So Lanka was downgraded to near default levels. As a result, investors fled the country and it became difficult for Sri Lanka to access international markets. But Gotabaya was not done. He made another blunder. In April 2021, he banned all chemical fertilizers. Why? Good for health, he said. Critics rolled their eyes. They realized the real problem was not health, but shortage of dollars. Sri Lanka was saving foreign reserves by banning import of fertilizers. The move went on to kill farm output. This white rice is a staple in Sri Lanka. Its production fell by 50%. Around June 2021, Sri Lanka was forced to import rice. Something like this had not happened in years. In July came more bad news. Sri Lanka banned import of luxury goods. By now, the country was scrambling to save dollars. Headlines like these made it clear that Sri Lankans needed to brace for storm. Well, one could also say that Sri Lanka walked into this storm. To an extent, what's happening now is Gotabaya and company's brand of politics backfiring. This family's return to power was made possible with the support of Sinhala Buddhists. The Rajapaksas tried extra hard to not lose their support. In the last three years, Sinhalese sentiments were kept in mind when making decisions involving national and international affairs. From a pro-market approach, Sri Lanka switched to a welfare-driven mode. It invested in infrastructure. Why? Because the monks preferred this approach to development. Sri Lanka also avoided forming closer ties with India. The Rajapaksas chose to move closer to China. They've always tried to do that. They used bilateral debt to fund infrastructure and expand the Lankan military. Colombo bet on China to drive the Sri Lankan economy. China did send some money, but it also exported a Wuhan virus. While Sri Lanka was never good with money, it was China that ensured Colombo goes bankrupt. By 2019, Sri Lanka's tourism sector was already suffering. The Easter bombings had scared of Europeans who would holiday in the island nation. Then came the Wuhan virus. When borders closed, tourists completely stopped arriving. And so did the revenue from tourism. Sri Lanka depends on tourism for 13% of its GDP. Tourists are also a source of foreign currency. In 2020, Sri Lanka managed to welcome just 173,000 tourists. In 2018, the number was 2.3 million. You see the gap. By 2021, Sri Lanka's tourism revenue was down to $2.8 billion as against $7.5 billion in 2019. The Wuhan virus also hit remittances. Lankans abroad stopped sending money. So late 2021, the revenue from tax had fallen. Agriculture production, which accounted for 8% of the GDP, had also fallen. Tourism revenue had fallen, so had remittances. And to top it all, there was a raging pandemic. And foreign agencies were not lending money to Sri Lanka. What did Colombo do? It turned to its neighbours. In June 2021, Bangladesh loaned Sri Lanka $200 million. In February 2022, India lent $500 million. Sri Lanka could not sustain. In March, Gotabaya Rajapaksa devalued the Sri Lankan rupee. The idea was to encourage remittances and qualify for a loan from the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. But as the Sri Lankan rupee plunged against the dollar, the people's purchasing power took a plunge too. Today, $1 is equal to 326 Sri Lankan rupees. The currency has fallen 32% since the beginning of this year. Back home prices have soared. 
Inflation is up 30.2%, meaning the price of food has increased by more than 30%. A coconut that would previously cost 50 Lankan rupees now costs 91 rupees. Prices of onions have gone up from 80 to 158 Lankan rupees for a kilo. The price of rice has increased 93%. Chicken costs 55% more. Lentils, 117%. So there is soaring inflation, huge piles of debt, bleeding foreign reserves, and a tanking currency. Everything that could go wrong with a country's economy has gone wrong with Sri Lanka. So much for all the politics and appeasement. Today, Sri Lankans across ethnic lines are coming together every day to scream, go, go, ta, go. The monks have turned against the Rajapaksas. How much money do you think Sri Lanka currently has? Less than $1.94 billion. This is as of March. And that's a little over the net worth of Kylie Jenner, the 24-year-old American model. But Sri Lanka needs to feed, clothe, and give security to 22 million people with that money. It also needs to repay loans. Sri Lanka has about $8.6 billion in debt payments that's due this year. It's supposed to pay some $78.2 million as interest payments on the 18th of April. That's Monday. Colombo has announced that it would be defaulting. Earlier in April, it announced a nationwide emergency. As we speak, Sri Lankans are fleeing to India. As we speak, Sri Lanka is in dire need of $20 billion. That's how much it would need for essential imports like food and fuel and to restart exports. The question is, where will this money come from? Sri Lanka is hoping the IMF will bail it out. But all money comes with strings attached. Whichever way the story goes, there's more pain in store for the people of Sri Lanka. All right, so we are back. And remember, title of this program today is A Country in Crisis. We are talking about Sri Lanka and the sad state of affairs in that country as we speak. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there are people waiting in long lines as we speak, um, trying to get gas, because that is what, if you, as you would have heard in the clip, right, um, that is what, or part of what is taking place. Um, you know, when you listen to this clip, and there was another one, there was a, a video that I saw, um, uh, not too sure of the date, right, how recent it is, but um, in the video, um, the reporters were saying that, that the, the, the government has stated that they only have, at that time, they only had one more day of, of gas reserve for the country. And so um, there are 15 hours a day um, electricity cuts, you know, 15 hours a day without, without you know, electricity, right? And all these different things, and you would have heard everything else in the, in the clip that was played. And um, the thing about it is, part of the whole thing is bad management or mismanagement, right? That's one part of it. And then you have the boring, right? And then, of course, somewhere in there, you're going to find corruption somewhere in there, right? Um, and, and one of the sad things is that the current leader was elected in 2019. And people thought that, you know, things would improve. And, and when you listen to the clip and what was reported, he basically came in and made a bad situation worse. All right? And this is something that can happen to any country that, that, that is doing 
and, and, and does the same thing, right? And that is what mismanagement of resources and these kind of things lead to. When you, when you, when you hear the, 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 the amount of money borrowed, the amount of money owed, the interest alone on, on some of the loans that they would have gotten is seven point something billion dollars. And that is not money that was borrowed. That is just the interest on the money that was borrowed. And so it's really sad. We have to, um, you know, we really, we really need to keep them in prayer. And, and I know that there, that there are uh, um, people in other countries going through um, similar things and, and, and all that kind of thing. But right now, Sri Lanka is really in the spotlight with what is taking place in the country right now. You know, and I did this program because it is something that can happen. It can happen in your country. It can happen in my country. And we really need to pray for our leaders that they would really handle, that, that God would give them the wisdom and they would really handle the resources of the nation, of the, of, of the, of the country that they're in, that they would really handle it with care, you know, and not take advantage of certain things and, and, and mismanage and, and all these kind of things. And, and then, you know, a lot of times um, there is no accountability, right? A lot of times there is no accountability. Sometimes, you know, you know, but there are times when, you know, money is going down the drain, millions, billions even of dollars, and nobody sometimes is held accountable, you know, some, some governments feel that, you know, they could just do what they want. And so they, they tickle their ears, you know, when they're campaigning to get into power. They tickle their ears with all sorts of promises that turns out to be broken promises when they get to the position that they were elected to. All right. And so one of the things, as I, as I, as I do this program, one of the things is when you're voting, pray about it. You know, don't just vote for somebody because, you know, they, they, they have charisma and you like how they talk and you like how they dress and maybe you like the swag and all these kind of things. Because, no, these are not the things that are going to take us through uh, the next couple of years that they are in power. Right? When you, when, when, when you vote, when you stain your finger for whomsoever you stain your finger for, remember that your decision will affect um, not just you, but your country years down the road. Many times we, we put people in power that we really think are going to make the country better. And as we see in this case in Sri Lanka, this relatively new leader came in in 2019 and they were already going through certain things prior to COVID, right? And this person came in and just really made things worse excessive borrowing and, and, and you know, as, as, as um, they mentioned in the clip, banning of certain um, chemicals that, that, that um, was needed and all these things, right? And they just, bad decision-making, bad management, all these things. You know, as, as, as the reporter stated, this is more than just an economic crisis. It's a humanitarian crisis because there's shortage of basically everything. Food, gas, everything you know and so we need to lift up them in prayer we need to lift up our countries in prayer we need we need to lift up the world in prayer because the world basically is in an ongoing crisis because every day things are getting worse than the day before 
in many different ways. And so we need to help each other. Those of us that have resources um, that someone else may not have, but they need, we need to help each other. We need to work together. You know, we need to love more. And I want to take this time out. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to accept him today. Um, it's very simple, quick and easy. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you a sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask of your mercy and your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. Turn my life around. I am yours from this day forth in Jesus' name. If you genuinely said that prayer from your heart, welcome to the body of Christ. Get a King James Version Bible. Begin to read and study the word of God. Find a Bible-believing church. Right? Pray and ask God to lead you and direct you. And he will. He definitely will. All right? So we're not going to be long. Um, I really just wanted to, to really highlight what is taking place in Sri Lanka because you're really not hearing about this in the mainstream media. Right? You're not hearing about this in the mainstream media. And there is so much that we are not hearing about in the mainstream media that we need to know about. Because these things that are taking place, Sri Lanka, prime example, it could happen in your country, it could happen in my country. Because there is mismanagement, there is corruption, there is bad borrowing and all these things taking place in basically every country. In basically every country. And when somebody comes into power, you, 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 you're coming to lead an entire nation. And so you had to come good. You had to come good. You have to come good. You can't come in with ulterior motives. You can't come in to serve yourself because you was not elected to serve yourself. You was elected to serve the people, to serve the electorate. And so the mentality of these people need to be checked and analyzed. And assessed. So when you when you when you when you're voting, when voting time comes around, there are certain things that you need to take into consideration. And yes, you know some people might you know you might get hoodwinked. A lot of times you get hoodwinked because they, they tell you one thing on the platform, and then there's another thing when they reach in position. And that is an next program by itself: platform versus position. Right? One thing on the campaign platform. And something totally different when they reach in the position. Alright? So until the next one, JC Vibes is gone. Keep God in your heart. Remember, don't just exist, but be a blessing. Keep Sri Lanka in your prayer. Pray for the world. Pray for the leaders. Right? Pray and ask God to give you, uh, to give you wisdom and direction. Right? To live in this crazy world that we are living in. Right? And I want to take this time to say condolences to the families. Um, and, and the parents of those uh, children that were taken so violently in, 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 uh, in, in Texas, right? I believe it is, if I remember correctly, right? Condolences. And, and if you are listening and maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're grieving the loss of a, a loved one, condolences to you. If you're celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to you. If you're celebrating some type of anniversary, work anniversary, marriage anniversary, uh, anniversary in marriage, um, sorry, marriage, um, happy anniversary. All right? So, do something good for somebody. Make somebody smile. Give somebody a word of encouragement. A simple good morning could brighten up somebody's bad day. Maybe they had a bad start to the day. And a simple good morning with the right tone. It's not just 
saying is, it, you know, I remember my grandparents used to tell me, my grandmother used to tell me, it's not just what you say, but how you say it. And so the right word with the wrong tone could cause problems. But the right word with the right tone could w do wonders for somebody, could make somebody day, could turn a frown into a smile. So be careful of not just what you say, but how you say it. All right, a word of encouragement, not just to you, but to myself as well. Stay blessed. Look forward to being with you in the next program. JC Vibes is gone.